0: Welcome back to the Post Show Recaps for our coverage of Cobra Kai Season 5. I'm Marissa, a.k.a. Sensei Garza, here to teach you the way of the pod. And you know, the valley is counting on us to lead the way, so I had to bring in a secret weapon. The man who knows that if you want to catch a serpent, you have to think like a serpent. The one and only Sensei Reed. Jason, how are you? Uh,
1: they told me that I was podcasting with a Marissa, <laughs> so I'm just going to, like, blindly just...
0: Yeah, you know, me. since I know
1: your name is Marissa, just blindly assume that you are the one I am podcasting with since your name is also Marissa. Yes, so yes. I'm just going to go with that assumption.
0: That is me. Yes. I'm,
1: I'm, doing, I'm doing great. Uh, happy that uh, we have a new season of Cobra Kai to, you know, to, yeah. to digest, to jump into. Uh, you know, we were talking before the pod about how excited we are to get this first episode over with so we can uh, jump into the rest of it. Uh, yeah, but, but so far, so good, I would say.
0: I, yeah, I think, uh, you know, coming coming out of the first episode I was it was good to see Johnny back it was good to see mm-hmm. Daniel Daniel but also Amanda getting what she needed it was all you know we didn't see everybody which was you know kind of interesting
1: yeah so i mean it was a lot of setup we did get like we talked in the uh, like the like the what we hope season five pod yeah. uh, about Chosen and Amanda uh, getting some screen time together. And we got that really quickly <laughs> in, a, in a really interesting way. So that was fun. Yeah. So a lot of like this is like a big adult adults only episode yes. uh, to kick off the season. Like we got barely any of the, you know, of the of the backup kids. I would say we got we got main Robbie. We got, yeah, the Miguel, main we got, we got a little Sam. Uh, but as far as our like kind of secondary kid characters, we really were lacking in that area this episode, which was interesting.
0: Yeah, I think like Dimitri had one line, that was it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, definitely a lot of setup. But uh, before we jump into it, like any good training program, we cannot forget to do our housekeeping or chores, right? We have to sweep. We have to whack some cars. We have to do something like that. <laughs> um, we have to
1: sweep. Just, just you don't sweep the we leg. You don't sweep we the sweep leg. Dirt. No, we just sweep yeah.
0: dirt in a back and forth or circular motion. Um, t- today we are recapping season five, episode one without having uh, watched the rest of the season. As Jason mentioned earlier, we are very eager to do so, but for this one, this is a, like, Spoiler for episode one, but not for the whole season type of deal. Uh, We'll be back in your feeds on Monday with our binge cast covering all of season five and then join you twice a week for episode by episode, spoiler filled podcasts to make sure that we cover all of our bases and leave no tablet unbroken. We're going to talk about all of the things from all of the different angles uh, after we go through our binge cast. And then we'll end our coverage mid-October with our own All Valley Feedback Show Bring in the blue mats. It's coming. Uh, So that will be our coverage for you. We'll be with you for like a month and a half with all of your Cobra Kai needs. If you don't want to miss any of the action, we suggest subscribing to our dedicated Cobra Kai feed. You can find that by searching Cobra Kai post-show recaps anywhere you listen to podcasts much like Cobra Kai and the show, we are everywhere, so all you have to do is search for those words and you'll find us wherever you are, we are Um, and although
1: we're we're expanding expanding. our operations all over the podcast (laughs) Vick Valley
0: watch out um, throughout the season we'd also like to hear from you, so you can email us at Cobra Kai at poshorecaps dot com. Uh reach out to Jason and I via Twitter, which you'll hear our Twitter handles at the end of the show, or through the Po show recaps Discord, which you can join by going to patreon.com slash potion recaps. Did I do all right, Jason? Did I wax on? Did I wax off? Did we cover all yeah, of the I, things? I, Any I, I dirt left we... unturned? <laughs>
1: I think you painted the fence. <laughs> you waxed on and waxed off. You you know, sweep you swept what needed to be swept. All right. I think we were good there. All
0: right. Well, <laughs> with your approval, uh, let's jump right on in to the recap. So we pretty much pick up right where we left off. Like there was like no and this is this is, you know, characteristic of the show. It's definitely built for the for the long binge. I uh tried I tried to watch all of Cobra Kai before the season. I failed. But uh it is definitely built that's, for a season after quite, season it's <laughs> quite a task <laughs> that would have been quite a task to get all of it done I by, by it today like on tuesday after labor day after labor day i was like i think i can do this i was wrong um, but, but let's talk about where we find everyone at the start of this season so the episode starts off with a cobra Kai commercial and terry silver's like karate comes From a rich past. And there's all these like karate moves. But they have also put on like video game stats around all of the moves. They're in a state of the art facility. They've got treadmills. They've got protein powder. They are saying, you know, Tori is the first all female champion. All First female All-Valley champion, and she's in Cobra Kai, so let's exploit that fact. And then also, (laughs) it's a new era for Cobra Kai. So what did you think of the Terry Silver takeover?
1: Yeah, I I think it it makes sense for Terry Silver to come at it in this way, kind of updating the, the Cobra Kai, like system to be more state of the art to be more like technology based it seems like there's going to be a lot of there's a lot of like stats there's a lot of percentages a lot of like we'll really like hone in on you and then kind of uh splice it and with seeming like a gym sort of thing with the you know smoothie juice bar added into it uh i think that was fun uh so yeah it just seems like a, a, a kind of a thing that terry silver would do to kind of I mean, Terry's kind of from the tech world, I think we're supposed yeah. to believe. Uh, so, you know, it makes sense that he would do this. Uh, it it, mo- it modernizes Cobra Kai for what Terry wants to do with it.
0: Yes. with That's the important part right there, I think. Underline that, what Terry wants to do with it. I don't know if it's mm-hmm. what everybody wants out of it, but he definitely has money and is willing to throw money at things and he has thrown his money at the commercial. My only big gripe with this commercial is besides the exploitation of, of Tori, who we also do not see in this episode. So like she has no way to really like answer herself. We just see her in the commercial. Yeah, we Uh-oh. don't even
1: know if she's on board with yeah. with Cobra Kai still. Like, we don't see her anywhere near the Cobra Kai facilities. We don't see her passing out yeah. fires or whatever. So that's going to be interesting Interesting to see later.
0: We do hear Robbie at one point mention, I could be home, you know, hanging out with Tori. So we know they're, like, a thing, I guess. I don't know.
1: God, God dad, I could be with my girlfriend God, right dad?
0: now. God, dad? Seriously. Of, instead of
1: being on this, this awful road trip with you, God. God.
0: Uh, But my biggest gripe with the commercial was the font. Terry Silver, if you have all of this money, you could pick a better font than this like bubbly Cobra Kai weirdness at the end. That's all I have to say. That's all I have to say about that. If you're into fonts, I'm sure you get this. I didn't know. Definitely like downgrade. Definitely downgrade yeah, right? from the from the logo that we're used to. I was like, right? this
1: is this is some like new age like it's a translucent cobra like yeah, this doesn't work for me. Like, give me give me back the yellow cobra and I'll be happy.
0: Even just like uh, the you know the spray paint that Johnny did at the very beginning, I think was better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you know maybe he's gonna hire a designer. We don't know, but. Cobra Kai is leveling up. Uh, meanwhile, over at the LaRusso's, <laughs> Chosen Chosen was going for a swim. Okay, he just was swimming in the pool, just swimming around. And Amanda comes around the corner, and she's picking up towels, as one does in the morning, I guess. And <laughs> she finds out that Chosen is a, a swims in the nude. He's a nudist, apparently. But Listen, Danny says he's not a nudist. He's just a man with a routine. Okay? Like, don't judge the man.
1: You brought me out here, like, and you want me to change up my routine for your benefit? <laughs> like, you're the one that dragged me here from, like, you know, from overseas. So well, what do you expect? I'm not going to change up my style. Uh, I, uh, you know, I, if I like to, do, you know, swim nude in a hot spring, I'll just swim <laughs> nude in this pool. I'll make do. But don't judge me there- because I'm doing what I usually do.
0: It's a difference between a hot spring and a chlorinated pool. That's all I have to say. Even though water is water and it's gonna go everywhere regardless of what you're wearing or not wearing, however, I don't know. There's just something. There's something different <laughs> in my mind I mean, between the two.
1: I mean, you're swimming in chemic You're swimming in chemicals. That's the difference.
0: Yes, but I mean, it's it's kind. Of, I mean,
1: I would say it's an upgrade for me. Like,
0: well, because chemicals like are there to like it. kill things out. Exactly.
1: Seems like Choles was enjoying it.
0: Yes, he was. He was enjoying it. Amanda was not. She was like, listen, it's summer, Daniel. I thought we'd be having Mai ties by the pool. Instead, we have this man living with us. <laughs> it's just like swimming around. And Daniel's like, listen, listen, he's not going to be here forever. But I have an obligation. I cannot leave the kids of the valley to be brainwashed by Cobra Kai. <laughs> it's like
1: taking this like way listen. too much here comes Daniel with his savior complex, yes! okay? Like, save it, sir. Like, you cannot say, you cannot quote-unquote save all the children of the valley. <laughs> like, what what, what what, does he think is going to happen if Terry goes along with this Cobra Kai? Is this going to be, like, this, this children committing crimes with karate all over the valley? It's going to be a lawless state. It's going to be a post-apocalyptic, uh, you know, portion of California where karate rules all, and he's just... Menacing kids gonna be running around beating everyone up. I mean, mean, listen in the in the in the world of Cobra Kai, that that actually might happen. So maybe Daniel (laughs) is doing everyone a service uh, in his neighborhood.
0: I mean, I don't know. He just he just takes on like, and I think we talked a little bit about this last season too. Is like just the amount of responsibility that Daniel puts on his shoulders, and for what, and for why, and you know, I think that can speak to trauma in his past of like having to you know. Provide for his mom and like thinking he had to provide for his mom, he might not have had to provide for his mom and like, but he's got like these titles that he still brings up in car dealerships from time to time, and the like Larusso name, and he just thinks he has to like save everything, and I'm hoping that we'll see throughout the rest of the season that maybe he lets go of that a little bit. I hope. I uh, hope. Listen, I hope. Listen, Am- meanwhile, uh,
1: Amanda's <laughs> like f them kids. <laughs> Those ain't my kids. I don't care about any other kids than my kids. A lot of this is over. We had to look a little karate tournament. Why won't you just drop it, man? Like I thought. This was, I thought after team up with Terry to get him to bribe that judge that I could get you to get the to give up all this karate what if we just found out amanda was in on the scheme Ooh. to have daniel lose his dojo it was just like i, I thought we'd be done with it if i helped terry she's uh make like, you lose
0: listen i just want that mai tai at the end of the day and i'm gonna do whatever i need <laughs> to do
1: amanda's has up to here with she all has, this nonsense. she's
0: done she's like whatever i don't want any of this and tina's like don't worry don't worry honey i will not put our kids in danger and she's like yeah okay like, because
1: uh, sure. <laughs> you've done such a great job in the past two years of protecting all these kids yeah if anything daniel's involvement in these kids lives have has only gotten made things worse than made things better so i don't like amanda i don't trust daniel to make this any better
0: and i think it's interesting to look at the motivations between like daniel and johnny in that way because daniel has gotten involved in like interfered in people's lives for like this greater good but not necessarily made a greater good but johnny has been like individually motivated and so it's just it'll be interesting to see if they swap motivations throughout the season or what like what is the show trying to tell us about all of this in the end
1: so it's kind of like the old thing about like superheroes like we wouldn't have these stupid super villains right. if there weren't these stupid superheroes around like if the superheroes weren't around i doubt we'd have all these super villains running around they are the super villains are created based on you know the superheroes so if daniel had never interfered in the first place the worst that would have happened would be johnny would be trying to have this thriving small business teaching kids karate they they may turn into little punks but they're not going to turn into assassins like Terry Silver is trying right. to teach them. This is all Daniel's fault in the first place. It's
0: <laughs> so. like what happens when you escalate a situation and you don't de escalate the situation. Right. Daniel, just back off. Like you're only <laughs> making things worse. Yes. Well, speaking of Johnny, let's take a little bus or car ride over to Mexico. Uh, Miguel is the first person we see in Mexico. He gets off the bus in Cuenta, Mexico, and he is looking for his dad. And... uh, he is falling for every tourist scam ever played on every American that's ever traveled abroad ever before. He runs into a group of Australians because he doesn't have phone service because he didn't know to, you know, expand his coverage or, you know, back in those days, the minutes or minutos, as we'll find out from Johnny later. Um, to get coverage down there. So he has no coverage. He can't find his dad. So he asked this group of guys. One is uh, Australian and understands English. It's like, Hey, do you know where this address is? And he's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got this map. I got this map. X marks the spot. I'll give you the map. If you give me some money. And then it turns out while that whole thing was happening, could you believe it, Jason? They stole his bag.
1: What? What? Those scoundrels. I cannot believe that there are people looking to take advantage of dumb Americans uh in
0: mexico Dumb american teenagers too like yeah. he's like how many little you know point at me arrows does he need to get the attention of people saw him coming from a mile away yeah yeah uh and the guys want some money because they they want a reward for finding the backpack so it was like many scams rolled into one uh, meanwhile johnny and robbie are you know cruising cruising through town through mexico Robbie has no idea why he's. He well, has uh, no idea why he's here. So why?
1: So Robbie, I have to ask you, like, why did you just get into this van with your dad? <laughs> what did you think was going to happen? Like, did y'all think you're going to like a resort? Like, you were just taking a, a random drive to Mexico, Robbie? I kind of look at. I kind of blame you for this because you just got into the van without asking any other questions. Apparently, I mean, drove like five hundred some miles without asking yeah. questions.
0: He's capable of asking questions as he asked some pretty good questions throughout the rest of the episode. So I think you have a good point here, Jason. What were you doing?
1: Robbie? Were you surprised that we didn't get more of the trip on the way to Mexico? Because I, I was kind of well, surprised oh. that we started in Mexico. I was like, damn, like <laughs> they just traveled by map, basically. We didn't see any of the actual trip.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah! Uh, coming off of our wrap-up pod, where we thought this was going to be an eight-episode or five-episode arc, I was a little <laughs> taken aback by how quickly uh, we are already in Mexico from the start of the storyline, uh, and it seems like you know some of the stuff we saw in the trailer has already come out in this episode so I don't know how long we're going to be in Mexico together because we've already got FBI shirts happening uh, because Johnny picks up some stuff at the store which includes Mexican Cokes which are not the same as regular Cokes even though Robbie's like I think they're just Coke no 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 it's different they use real sugar they do not use corn syrup so real Mexican Coke but not that kind of Coke Coke like the drink you get it and then there's (laughs) Mexican what candy. if johnny just
1: brought out some cocaine like <laughs> yeah. here you go robbie this will make you a real man
0: the number of times you say mexican coke before thinking it's the other coke is a lot um then he picked up some chicharrones or as he called them chicharrones <laughs> <laughs> he's got some sunglasses with uh his little price tag hanging off and he put the sombrero like uh ornament but it can't be offensive because he bought it in mexico it was their idea so
1: yeah i mean he's got also got the cell phone with the 300 minutos which apparently is five (laughs) times more than a regular minute uh i like how i like the math he did there
0: i think that he's applying like the um the monetary exchange to the minutes exchange like everything must be
1: must be everything's uh,
0: everything's five yeah Mm -hmm. classic johnny stuff uh what do you think of his choices? Do you think he, he picked good ones?
1: Yeah, I mean, hey, snacks, uh, communication. What is he, what, what are they going to do with it? I mean, I
0: guess they don't have cell phone service either, uh, presumably. So I guess they need the cell phone. Uh, well, he's got the flip phone. So he actually, I think, has more options than Miguel when it comes to communication. Because he's possibly. still got the flip phone. You just yeah. flip out the SIM card and call it a day.
1: And so, I mean, yeah, good choices here. He's got some souvenirs to bring back with him. So, yeah, all good. That aren't offensive because he brought them in Mexico. Can't be offensive if you buy them in the place. Boom.
0: Because that's how it works. Yes. And then uh, we're going to stay in Mexico for a little bit. Let's just... You know finish out the the Mexico happenings. so Miguel is looking for his dad. his dad's name is Hector now this is really interesting for me, Marissa, the podcaster because my father's real name is Hector and growing up, I thought there were like like Hector was a name that nobody else had and turns out everybody has the name Hector specifically in this town but but, but Marissa, how old were you when you thought that? when I was like seven
1: right like Miguel is like sixteen, right like Miguel shouldn't be thinking that way like I was so like, wait a minute, what is this? A, this a real thing? Like, he heard the name. There's probably like eight thousand
0: Hector Salazar's in his general vicinity, like which, which is great because later in Johnny's plan, he's like, yeah, I'm just gonna look him up in the phone book. I don't know if you've ever looked at a phone book. But uh, especially for the name Hector or a last name like Garza, when I was in Texas, there were five pages of Garzas. So in Mexico, I would only assume there'd be a lot more. Yeah, I'm just going to ask around. Look at the
1: Mexican phone book.
0: Yeah, just look at the Mexican phone book. That's how it works. Uh, so Miguel does follow the map because he, you know, was robbed of all of his money except for the singles. So he was able to go find the marks the spot, which ended up being a bar. And in the back of the bar, there's this big Bruley, really man with a hat, and they're playing poker, and you can kind of tell, like, hey, this is a bad dude. And Miguel's like, hey, my name's Miguel. Do you know me, Dad? <laughs> like, no, it's me. no, he, I do you. In,
1: he walked in, expecting him be like, Dad, it's me, Miguel. I know.
0: Like, it's yeah, like this Hallmark TV moment he wanted to have happen. Like, no. yeah, your son, Miguel, like me. Yeah, hug? Like, hug, hug? no. <laughs> No like hugs. yeah but don't you know my mom you know my mom and he's like no i've never met anyone like that oh, your effing I... mom. <laughs> like he he was really like i was like oh the
1: language i mean i yeah. guess because it was maybe because in another language it was okay because i don't recall cobra kai really dropping a lot of f-bombs agreed uh previously i was like okay i guess because another language it's okay but that he, he was dropping a lot of f-bombs there <laughs>
0: yeah like one right after another kind of situation and he basically says like bad hector says yo uh i don't know you and if you don't leave my friends are gonna beat you up basically and so So, at at this point did you think that this was his dad or we got the wrong person i was like oh that's interesting i guess that kills the mexico storyline i guess he's just going back home Oh, yeah, but, that was nasty. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I guess. I wasn't necessarily expecting nice Hector uh, to show up, but I'm glad that he did. What about you? How do you think this was going to turn out?
1: I thought it was a possibility that this was actually his dad, and he was, like, you know, saying that he wasn't in order to, like, avoid maybe some back oh, child, like child do support. like he
0: nice guy thing? Yeah, and like, then...
1: yeah, this isn't the, yeah, I thought, well, I thought the bad Hector was like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm not your dad like but he really was i thought that i because we were expecting miguel to walk into mexico and find a a bad guy because we have been told that's true that his dad was a bad guy so i was like okay maybe he did really find the right hector or whatever because he had an address yeah and this was supposedly the address i was like okay maybe this is really hector uh but apparently it
0: is not different hector (laughs) yeah close close not really Uh, Miguel's standing outside of you know standing outside of the bar he ends up calling um Sam at one point which we'll talk about in a little bit later but he sees he sees nice Hector he finds nice Hector and basically stalks this man throughout all throughout the entire town. I don't know. Did you think this was creepy? He was just like following him wherever he went. He goes to a festival. He's going to go buy a food for his family. He meets his family. All this stuff and there's Miguelic like in the background like watching patiently waiting yeah he's move. he's stalking hector he's trying to get information from
1: a from a little boy who apparently is hector's yes! son i was like uh miguel you're, you're acting kind of sus right now um you know you're okay walking up to the other hector i'll just walk up to this guy and be like <laughs> i'm your son hey it's me i mean i don't know that you're the right hector <laughs> but i'm just gonna go up to every hector and say hey i'm your son and Hi. hope that i find the right one eventually
0: i'm miguel of Carmen, Miguel? of Ecuador. Of Carmen, yeah, Carmen,
1: Rosa, <laughs> Ecuador, any of this ring a bell? No? All right, I we'll move on to the next Hector.
0: <laughs> yeah, we, we do find out Hector has a family. He has a wife and a son, and the son has a soccer ball and is just, like, kicking it all over. At one point, Miguel does, you know, pick up the ball and then creepily asks this kid what his name was. Like, what you were saying, I name, thought this was, boy. like, yeah, it was not good. It's like, Miguel, Miguel. use your brain
1: does your father ever talk about a woman that he that left him (laughs) with us with the with another little boy that's
0: me i'm your brother (laughs) Uh, this kid uh takes a soccer ball kicks it into the street and goes after it and so this is where miguel comes in and saves the day saves his half-brother or whomever uh and you know reunites the kid with the family and this is just, this just is amazing to new Hector, to happy Hector. to He's very happy. He's like, hey, why don't you, you've done me a good service. Why don't you come over for dinner? Which is a very Mexican thing. You're going to eat with people. That's how it's going to happen. Like you do something, you're going to get fed. Um, but yeah, he's very adamant on having dinner together
1: i was like i mean you're really trusting of this stranger that just saved your i mean he saved your son true but you still don't know who this person is right? why are you inviting yeah. him to your home i, I mean sp- do you think do you think Very... miguel do you think miguel had the thought like maybe i just let him run into the street and i'll just be the only son
0: oh no i don't think he, no too yeah dark. that's a little too dark even for miguel i think um Miguel wasn't using his brain that much as evidenced by his previous choices of interaction uh, that he would not have thought that dark. But I yes. do think it is sus oh, that he's like, new, uh, you know, nice Hector is like, listen, we're strangers now, but we're family tonight. And I'm just like, this is like messing with so much of Miguel's psyche. Because one, what if he's a bad guy? Two, like the attachment the attachment like miguel is there with like this open heart this o- these open arms and is like yes i will have dinner with you dad well, like, you, like, you can't blame new hector
1: for that new hector nice hector doesn't know but he does no, like i'm I, not feel blaming. Like, I... I
0: just i'm worried i'm worried i'm worried for miguel That's all he I'm does
1: saying. say he does say like i feel like you know i know you from somewhere like yeah for some reason my loins are like <laughs> are you know uh, pulsating when i get mm. around you i feel like we're family or mm-hmm. something maybe you're my son i don't know it feels like i know you from somewhere but now we're family
0: yeah it's it was like zero to 60 with them pretty quick so it'll be interesting to see uh, how dinner actually went and um yeah so that's basically I, like miguel's to do and i mean
1: of- I'm, but what do we think is the real deal with hector he i mean
0: oh i think he is nice hector now but i think he was bad hector like i think he was the johnny lawrence of mexico
1: the johnny lawrence of mexico (laughs) do you think he's gonna like he's just this nice thing that's a facade and we'll find out he's like some kingpin Mm. i don't
0: think he's like currently right now a bad guy i think he was in the past a bad guy like i think we'll get a like Miguelito. sit with me let me tell you the story of my past and how I have righted my wrongs. And so he's been rehabilitated. Like yeah, I think that's we'll get one of those. Uh, I don't think, I don't think we'll see bad Hector again. But I do think, like, maybe there's something that nice Hector is like orbiting that's not great. Like he's still like tied to that world in mm-hmm. some way, but not necessarily like in the center of it. Yeah,
1: I mean, I think when I when I was thinking about this season. And I'm glad that they are not, uh, you know, falling into the obviousness that I was thinking. But I was like, uh, Miguel's going to go there. He's going to, you know, be taken advantage of by his dad. Giants have to come in and save Miguel, and then Miguel's going to go back with them. But I would w- like to wonder if Hector is really nice. Hector, how they're going to convince Miguel to come back with uh, with yeah, them?
0: Exactly. That was my whole Miguel stays in Mexico bit. Like. If-
1: yeah, but I mean the trailers, have, happen, but... the trailers have uh spoiled that. I mean, but yeah, I just it, yes. it makes you wonder how they're gonna convince him to come back with them if Hector really is a nice Hector, like uh like we seem to be led to believe at the moment.
0: Yes. Everything we've seen so far. Yeah, it should be interesting. Especially because I think Miguel and Johnny still aren't on the right foot. So I mm-hmm. do expect some sort of You know, like, yeah, well, my real dad is cooler than you. My surrogate weird apartment sensei, man. You (laughs) called me
1: Robbie that one time. (laughs) That
0: one time. They brought that up in the recap. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's going to be a thing. You called me Robbie when you were drunk. I'm still mad at that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. So that's where we kind of leave Miguel. Meanwhile in Mexico, Johnny and Robbie are having father and son time in the making. They they um you know, they went to the store, they picked up all their stuff. Robbie is like mad about being there. He's like, "Listen, why am I here? I don't understand why you're doing this. Do you even have a plan to do this?" And this is where Johnny's like, "Yeah, okay, so I'm just going to like ask around and then if I don't find anything, I'm going to look in the Mexican phone book and that's how it's going to be."
1: Bada bing, bada boom. Simple.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. And uh, Robbie's like, listen, I could be home with Tori right now. This is coming with you with some steak. Mm-hmm. And Johnny's like, oh. But he also is really, I was really, I mean, I did get through season one of Cobra Kai prior to the season. And I will say the growth between season one Johnny and season five Johnny is super duper apparent. Like, this man in this moment in season five is like, listen, I totally get that you're upset. Like, I... I understand. It wasn't right of me to do this. Is the only way I know how to deal with things. But this is what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to make it right. Old Johnny would have been like, not used his words. <laughs> like, well, I mean, old Johnny,
1: old Johnny wouldn't even brought Robbie because old Johnny right. didn't, didn't even pretend, didn't even pretend that Robbie existed. So yeah, this is right. this is definitely a whole new Johnny from season one. So yeah, yeah. Johnny apologizes like several times during this episode, which, you know, like you said, old Johnny never would have done. He's apologizing for dragging Robbie here without telling him. Uh, Yeah, I mean, I think even Robbie throughout the rest of this episode is going to see that Johnny is a different person than the old Johnny that Robbie knew as probably like a little kid.
0: Yeah, because he even says to Robbie, look... Once we get to the get, to the bus station, I'll give you money. You can take a bus. You can go home. Like, if this is not a thing that you want to do, I'm not, you know, this is father-son bonding time, but only if you want it to be after yeah. I've dragged you across the border. <laughs> yeah,
1: And I mean, he does, like, present the option to Robbie, like, hey, this would be good for all involved. You and me, yes. you and Miguel can begin to, yes. you know, prepare your rich. Because I know you have re- regrets when it comes to Miguel, like, you know, kicking him off of a staircase and, you know breaking his back, Uh, things like that. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I like how he pitched it to Robbie, like, you know, this could be good for us, could be good for you and Miguel, you could help me out. So, yeah, Johnny's definitely has the ulterior motive, but it's a good ulterior motive here.
0: Yeah. And he's so swept up in this. He's like, watch, he's talking to Robbie, like, listen, you can go home when we get to the bus station, not paying attention. A car swerves on the road, they end up swerving off the road, uh, and they have to change the tire. And this is where Robbie does start asking his good questions. (laughs) He's like, hey, how'd you get this car? (laughs) and this is where johnny has to tell robbie we got it when i was looking for you remember when you ran away and you disappeared and then i looked for you because i was your dad and i remembered that i cared about you And i did this thing and uh was with me and we beat up the people who stole this car and that's how we got it and this like gets robbie to take back a little bit he's like oh yeah this is I a very inter- that
1: yeah this is an interesting callback to you know previous seasons uh and kind of like some detailed information that really kind of starts to sway robbie towards like towards johnny which was a good really good way to use the past storylines to make robbie realize that you my dad's cared about me you know for a minute now maybe i should maybe i should soften up a little towards him
0: yeah and uh johnny says i know i haven't been there for you robbie more times than i can count but i've also failed miguel i'm out here trying to fix my mistakes so i can live without any regrets and i and he says to robbie too like i know like you were saying i know you know you have some regrets with miguel too so why don't we just like try to fix it and go ahead he's
1: like let's kill like multiple birds with one stone this one trip yeah. can heal like a bunch of rifts. let's get it all together yeah, get it all over but, with
0: like so surprising coming like again from season one johnny that i had just seen like season one johnny was like i need to hang a tv on the wall and not like he hung the tv on the wrong wall then the lady asked him to like he couldn't even think in terms of you know simple simple steps and simple things to do and this is like a very comprehensive complex i mean granted i'll just ask around and look in the phone book not that great but like from a healing aspect, there's many layers to what he's trying to do. Well, here. listen, Johnny's not a very strategic guy. I don't know. I don't know
1: if he can ever really get he to didn't. a level of different thinking but, uh, in that in that sense. But I think from season one to season five, we have seen the growth through those through the seasons. I don't think this comes out of nowhere. Yeah. I think this has been earned. I think that yeah. uh, it, it's not a it's not a rapid progression. We've seen him try to find redemption with. Uh, Kind of with Daniel, now with Robbie. So I think he's he's making that journey. I think it's it's he's in a good spot with it.
0: I'm I'm the biggest Johnny cheerleader. I will cheer him on for all of the things. Uh, after, while he's fixing the flat tire, he does call Carmen to say like Hey, everything's okay." Carmen has mentioned that uh, she heard from Sam, who heard from Miguel, which um, we'll talk about in a minute. But he he just you know assures Carmen everything's going to be okay. And this again gets Robbie to like see johnny in a different like like i put in my notes robbie thinks because yeah. it was like a frame like a frame in in the show where he like looks off to the side it's very like after school special thinking pose like is he's my thinking. dad is my
1: dad not an asshole anymore like
0: yeah like when did,
1: when did this happen he's caring about other people he's yeah. caring about this woman and her, her son like Geez, maybe my dad has changed. Like it, it's so funny how shows like give you these moments where it's like, hmm, thoughtful uh look over. Yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, it's like insert gif here. Like they could like, Yeah, my my,
1: my attitude is GIF. changing. Hmm. My thoughts hmm. on this topic have
0: uh have changed
1: now. Like it says it all with a look.
0: Yes, yeah. Like like the yeah. direction
1: in this scene like okay, uh I don't know what I think the kid's name is Tanner that plays Robbie. He's like, okay, oh, Tanner, yeah. I'm going to need you to look over at uh, mm-hmm. at Johnny. I forgot Johnny's mm-hmm. real name. I'm going to need you to look over William, at Johnny.
0: William Zabka. Yeah,
1: Zabka. I'm going to need you to look over at William's direction. I need a look that says, hmm, my opinion about this man is changing. Maybe I'll give him a shot. Can you give <laughs> me a look like that? And they maybe had to go through several different looks and several different cuts. And then when they got the one, they're like, yep, that's it. That's the one. That's the look. <laughs> That is look give us right that there. cutting
0: room floor footage what else did he look at like, i
1: need to leave the scenes of all the different looks he gave like <laughs> nope that's not it that that's more like contemplative i need you an opinion change look oh that's and it like, that's the one we'll use
0: compile them into one gif that can be used for like every emotion yeah it's like thinking crying happy sad <laughs> like, all, all the, the acting things. all the acting emotions yes yeah i mean he does a good job he was thinking. Yeah. Uh, I, bought, finally, I bought the
1: look for sure.
0: Right? Yeah, it, was, it worked. Uh, They fix up the car. They head out to the bus station. They finally arrive. Johnny gives Robbie money for the bus like he said he would. He's like, hey, listen, if you don't want to join, I totally get it. Um, but I'm going to start looking for Miguel. And he runs into... Who do you think he runs into? The same guys. And they pull the same thing. Like, hey, I could show you where to go with an... You know, here's an X on the map. X marks the spot. Any anyone who says x marks the spot in real 2022 life and is not just like a pirate little sus never never <laughs> them. when,
1: when yeah. in the earlier in the episode when miguel didn't just straight up fight these guys for his backpack yeah. back i was like why did he just straight up fight these these losers why'd he give them their money i was like oh we're saving it for johnny and robbie for to kick John. their asses later got it yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and that's exactly what happens. Johnny's onto it. He's like, no, you're not going to do that. Like, flips him on the ground, takes his wallet back. And then uh, the guys are like, listen, we could do this two ways. We could do this the nice way. Or we could do this the hard way. And they're like, Johnny, of course, is going to like, let's do this the hard way. I'm going to beat you. I'm just going to beat you up. And he starts fighting. <laughs> I,
1: I do like Johnny. says, I'm going to stick that surfboard so far up your ass. Your <laughs> yes. friends are going to be able to ride you on the waves. <laughs> The, all the comedy <laughs> from this episode came straight from johnny like there was sure like did. the daniel chosen side of it was like kind of a super serious yeah very serious like extremely serious maybe even too serious for the show but uh, we'll talk about that um yeah. but all the comedy from this episode came from johnny and it was it was really fun and fantastic it's really a showcase for what makes cobra kai uh from the start really great which is a lot of William apka's uh line deliveries and the dialogue here um, yeah, so yeah, a good showcase for William up here.
0: Yeah, uh, and he starts fighting, and out of nowhere, this reminded me of a little show called The Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, because Robbie like comes out of nowhere and like and kicks the guy in the head. P-yaw! Like I was like, what's happening? Like they were Putty Patrolers, like they had to kick
1: the Z yes. in the middle to to defeat their yes. enemies. Yeah,
0: yeah, it was very like that. But the music in the scene fantastic i loved it it was super fun uh they end up taking care of business beating everybody up at the end of the fight johnny says adios dickheads (laughs) i would like to know how the australian
1: got to mexico like what's his story
0: uh yeah i mean and also how many times have you pulled that scam and does it make good money it must make good money if he's still doing it i don't know it seems like like he got like a whole crew like maybe there's a whole enterprise
1: it seems like he got at least a hundred bucks from miguel like they posted up like near where the bus lets off so it's probably like a good way to get some tourists out of their money
0: well yeah and they weren't the only ones there were some funders there uh that were trying to sell things Mm -hmm. and miguel was like no i'm not into it well, at the end of the fight, Johnny and Robbie are s- sitting on the car, nursing their wounds by putting the Mexican Cokes on them, which I, to my brain, was like, did you have a cooler? Are these cold? Did you buy new ones? Like, anyway.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, they... These are warm now. I- I- thank you very yeah. much. You're not going to fool us.
0: I was like, is this doing anything? I don't know what's happening. But anyway, they're nu- nursing their wounds with the Cokes. Robbie tells Johnny... Um, you know, you technically kidnapped and transported a minor over the border. Uh, not great, but I think Robbie's going to forgive him because he decides to stay and make things right. Listen, Robbie, we've met your mother. I don't think she really
1: cares. She's not going to report this.
0: (laughs) This is true. She's not worried about um, where you are. (laughs) Much like last season where we did not condone breaking and entering no b we also say no human trafficking <laughs> like,
1: yes don't transport no. minors over the border unless you're going to yeah. go save no. another minor who ran away from you
0: and are also that person's parent question mark maybe depending on the situation <laughs> surrogate parent <laughs> yeah. yeah
1: surrogate parent slash karate sensei it's a very specific <laughs> situation where you can do this
0: yeah exactly uh that about wraps up the mexico side of things anything from your angle jason that we missed or that you wanted to really point out
1: uh, no, I mean Mexico was fun. Uh I felt like it was the better of the two storylines that we uh that we got in this episode. You know, much kind of yeah. a different change of pace for
0: Cobra Kai. We finally got out of the valley, uh, which was fun. Um, yeah. Uh did you notice that karate did exist outside of the valley? We did get that question answered yeah. because they did karate in Mexico.
1: <laughs> yes, so karate does exist outside of the world of the valley. So I mean, yes. who knows where else we could go with this? Where else does karate exist in this <laughs> fictional world? Uh, but yeah, I enjoy the mexico storyline uh it was a little i had a little fun at miguel's expense because he seemed so like naive like oh what he got there
0: yeah and what was with his hair like he's like all like
1: his, his hair changed I don't know. the humidity hit his hair yes. on the bus and it changed from when he went on the bus last season to this season when he gets off the bus the humidity really messed with his hair <laughs> and it wasn't just a, a year in real time <laughs> difference of filming
0: yeah yeah, we definitely had some uh, growth from Miguel yeah. Yeah.
1: on his head. Both spiritually <laughs> head. and physically on his head.
0: Yes, yes. Uh, I enjoyed this. I, I'm interested to see how they get out of it. And um, we do know from trailers that those FBI shirts will come become part of the story at some point. So it'll be interesting to see how that happens and if nice Hector is really nice. So we'll find out soon. Uh, but for now we're going to take a quick break and we'll come back and go to the Valley. All right. How was your bus ride from Mexico? Jason, did you make it okay? Did you make it back? back Uh, in the Valley. I
1: got about like two more inches of hair on my, on my head now. (laughs) Uh, so
0: things, it's it's the magical bus. A lot of things have changed from, from the time (laughs) we
1: were talking about Mexico to now.
0: Wow. Podcast time travel does exist. Um, so over in the valley, uh, we start off, you know, with shows it in the pool. Daniel then keeps true to his word and says, you know, I have to shut down miyagi So he pulls everybody together at Miyagi-Do. Like this is, in my opinion, the epitome of a meeting that could have been an email because he <laughs> literally just brings everybody here and is like, hey, uh, I have to shut down Miyagi-Do. I have to keep you safe. But don't worry, miyagi It lives in you.
1: God, Daniel, you are so corny, bro. Like, don't worry. (laughs) It lives on in all of you, in all of your hearts. I want to make sure you keep a target off of your backs.
0: (laughs) Like, yeah, yeah. But don't worry. Only I can fix it because I am Daniel and that is my job. Uh, No one here is happy about this. Like, all the kids are like, "Uh, man, this one kid gives, like, Daniel, like, the biggest stink eye. And Dimitri says, "Uh, I guess I'm going to have to get a job. (laughs)
1: Uh, Yeah, we had a lot of the red shirts that we never know any of their names uh, in the background. You know, obviously unhappy uh, with this decision, but no one cares. because We don't even know y'all's names. I mean, if if we have this group scene, like we have Hawk. Hawk does not say a word in this episode. Why do we have Hawk here if he's not going to say anything?
0: I mean, get your money. But also... Yeah, he didn't say anything. Dimitri was just like, ugh, I guess I have to get another job. Yeah,
1: this is really <laughs> a waste of, like, a scene. Like you said, it could have been an email. Yeah. The scene could have been an email.
0: It could have. It could have been an email. Like, he could have made a fancy little video and just said, like, hey, everybody. You know, this is what I have to he do. He could have sent, but like, a anyway.
1: paragraph-long text to everyone because that's what Daniel would do oh, in this that? whole speech.
0: Or use the the fancy technology of the snapchat he could have made a snapchat and sent it to the kids or whatever the kids are using these days well i mean the problem you know, is he doesn't those? have any
1: tablets left so he broke them all over his knee <laughs> he broke
0: them all- yeah. and he'd have to ask for anthony's help and we haven't really heard thank from him goodness uh- sick <laughs> that good kid <laughs> i have a feeling he might show up next oh, week but or- uh that's okay uh Sam is like blaming herself because she's like, We wouldn't have to do this if I didn't listen. She is, and Daniel's like, No, it's my fault, (laughs) it's not your fault, it's a blame off.
1: (laughs) She is Daniel's daughter, so she has to take on the savior complex of Daniel and blame herself for all the troubles of everyone in the world.
0: Yeah, she's like, It's my fault. Um, and Daniel says, This isn't about the tournament, this is about real life. Terry Silver is a bad man. <laughs> I,
1: I still don't understand what Daniel thinks. Is I would like uh, the next laser from Daniel. Like, what is the worst you think is going to happen here? Like, what do you think? What? What? Do you... <laughs> it's about real life, Jason.
0: Real this life. Is real life. Sam, real this isn't a life. joke. This is about karate and real life. Get a grip, real life go, yeah. yeah, Very like okay. Have your little temper tantrum yourself, there, Daniel. <laughs> Terry is going to teach these kids bad karate this is a this is a disaster of epic proportions (laughs) the valley will never be the same uh daniel takes uh, some time to show chosen who terry silver is by showing him the tape from the uh last all valley and he's like this is who everybody thinks this guy is he thinks he's so great and chosen's like okay i I like that he's just (laughs) now showing chosen this like, it, se- <laughs> it seems like Cho's has been here
1: for a couple of days and Daniel still hasn't told him why he's here. Like, like no, you made this no. speech at Miyagi's grave and then you refuse to tell yes. me anything more until this very moment just where you show me who Terry Silver is.
0: Make yourself comfortable. Like, go for a swim just, and we'll talk relax. about it. We'll talk just about it. Just relax it. for a it's couple right. days because we got a lot just of work okay. to do. I don't want to, yeah. you know, make
1: you stress. So have a couple days swim naked in my pool uh flash my wife as do whatever you gotta people do, do i guess and then we'll talk about why you're here like no
0: doesn't chosen yeah. have anything better to do like <laughs> does chosen have a job i mean does he i don't know i don't know uh he says to daniel says to chosen we have to cut the head off the snake and chosen's like i could do that i'm ready i'm ready to go he pulls out like sigh and he's like i'm ready to go Daniel's like, not like that. All right, all right, Raphael. Like, They're for blocking. Right, Raphael, damn. Yeah, with the exactly. Size, damn. Exactly. They're for blocking and stabbing and prodding. And
1: gouging and, and, and clawing. Okay.
0: Yeah. And, oh, yeah. So Chosen's ready to go. Uh, meanwhile, Sam is having a little bit of what I'm calling – without any clinical knowledge all valley ptsd of sorts like if she's re-watching this match over and over and like doing all of the moves over and over and i think this is a little intense i mean i know as you mentioned she is daniel larusso's daughter however it's a little much uh do we think She's gonna figure this out. Do you think she's gonna figure out that Tori did not officially I thought that's
1: where we were going. Like she was like examining the game tape and be like, Wait a minute, that's an illegal move. Why didn't they uh call that out? Why did she win that on that move? But no, she's just really just trying to relive this and torture herself by uh redoing the (laughs) fight over and over again.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Another thought I had during the scene is like, will she and Tori be the new Daniel and Johnny of the Valley? Like, is generational trauma just gonna be passed on to them? And then we're gonna have like this ongoing feud. Time jump in season six, 30 30 years (laughs) later. It's gonna have to be. It's. I told you the kids are adults now. We have to time jump at some point. I don't know how they're gonna. I don't know how they're gonna keep it going.
1: Thirty years later, Tori and Sam need to hash out their differences.
0: Johnny and Daniel are at the retirement home. They don't care anymore. They're like whatever. They're playing shuffleboard with each other. They're best friends. Anyway, uh, during this reenactment of the All Valley, uh, Sam gets her a phone call from Miguel, and Miguel. Um, you know, it's like, yeah, I made it to Mexico. And Sam's like, Miguel, this is dangerous. Your mom and your grandma left for a reason. I can't believe you're here. And what about my time at the All Valley? Like, you know how hard that was for me. <laughs> and Miguel's like, listen, listen. How are you making this about Everything's you?
1: Everything's not about you, you know, Sam. What is
0: happening here? God,
1: Miguel, you didn't even ask Miguel. about my tournament. Like, oh my gosh. <laughs> you're so selfish. Okay, uh,
0: first of all... <laughs> why, why, yes, why did girl call what you sam got?
1: i didn't really get that like he at one point
0: i think it was like uh i'm okay like i have service i'm okay well, like I you said, that's here. why i'm
1: calling you i need your help like what were what, did you want sam to wire oh, you yeah. some money like can you western union me about like 100 bucks i just got my cash stolen from some some australian guy
0: that's probably it yeah i mean like good call she has i know the money. your dad's
1: loaded can you just like wire me some money yeah but yeah, you know i like did just... like i did like McGill giving her kind of a reality check like like i'm trying to find my biological dad out here and you're complaining about <gasps> karate like oh, is karate all you think about like you have been brainwashed by your father about this karate nonsense
0: <laughs> and that, but that uses the line which i wonder is this the turning point for the entire show jason there are more important things than karate.
1: Are we going to transition away? What What does that mean? We're going to transition away from karate at some
0: point? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we can, but I just was like, what does this mean? What does this mean? uh yeah so they're not seeing eye to eye um but this is how the information gets to carmen which gets to johnny that Miguel's okay there's the telephone tree is working there's circular motion of information <laughs> everybody's telling everybody that Miguel's okay i like that i like to Sam uh, had yeah.
1: carmen's number real uh, real cool
0: um, right
1: so i have questions about carmen though as we see carmen explaining to johnny mm. that you know sam called her do we think Carmen's like the real bad person in this thing? Like, you know, I have my conspiracy. I have my conspiracy thing. theories. Like, maybe Carmen's the real bad guy here. Maybe, maybe Miguel's dad was never bad, and she ran off with Miguel.
0: And that could be why she wants her grand, like her mom, Miguel's grandma, to like not bring up anything about dad all the time.
1: I think we've oh, cracked it.
0: What if she secretly knows karate? Do you think? Oh she knows my gosh, she
1: carmen is the big bad after terry silver carmen oh is terry silver's god. boss oh my, oh I, we my god we have cracked it we don't even need to watch the rest of, we don't need to watch the, rest of the season we know what's gonna happen uh this is the last podcast y'all we just spoiled the whole season for you sorry yeah. but we just figured it out here live on the podcast
0: <laughs> it'll be i mean if you have binged this and are listening to this you know we're just, right you, know, you don't even need to tell us just bask in our glory just you bask don't even need to tell us i mean that's that's pretty good we don't Uh, need the accolades you need
1: to tell us on twitter that we're right we already know (laughs) we're right so we don't need to tell us no
0: i'm just saying like take it in enjoy enjoy this uh well Someone who's not enjoying things is a Daniel. He takes Chosen on a stakeout, a Cobra Kai, to, like, watch this sign-up day. Uh, a Stalking. Stalking is big in this a episode of, between both Daniel and Miguel. There's lots of things happening. A lot happening. of
1: stakeouts. Uh, Daniel, a lot of stalking. Yeah. A lot of watching people through yeah. windows and outdoors.
0: Daniel is worried about the kids, though, Jason. What about okay? the like, children? worried about the kids. What about the children, Chosen? What about the children? And- <laughs> and we see kenny passing out flyers like that's his again we don't get much from, we don't get really anything from him but he's like their poster child out there doing whatever um but chosen sees through the window the silver is like sparring with someone he recognizes this technique from kim sun <laughs> And I loved, I loved what happened next because Daniel's like, that's like a real person. And they flash back to Karate Kid Three, where, <laughs> where Terry Silver walks, and he's like, "My sensei is Kim Noon. Oh shit! I just thought that was something that Terry I made up. That
1: was totally fake. I didn't even know that was a real thing. Oh my gosh, this is crazy. What? I did like, like, chosen like recognizes this style from just, just a momentary uh, sparring session from Terry, as Terry is like maniacally laughing while he's taking down with
0: seemingly children. That, what if that's the technique? What if that's the technique? The laughter is part of the technique. <laughs>
1: Maybe. I mean it it's just like oh my god I recognize that karate. Like I didn't know that was a thing. Like I thought you had to like really study something yeah. and Be like oh yeah that's like this different kind of style. Like no Terry from what I saw was like a, a basic throw a basic like
0: thing. Yeah. I was like oh
1: that's a style. Yeah. Okay sure.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, Chosen was trained by his uncle, and his uncle didn't like this guy. So this is why Chosen is like the encyclopedia of karate, and can just know all of the types all of the time. And it explains that, like, Mr. Miyagi wouldn't know this because he left before, um, you know. What? This was like, he left after World War II. This was during the Korean War, which would make sense because this is... Um, When Terry Silver and John Kreese were over there, it was during the Vietnam War. So you get some, you know, global war history. Yeah, we gotta gotta make sure the timeline matches up
1: because obviously, if Miyagi knew about this guy, he would have told Daniel because Miyagi told Daniel every single thing.
0: (laughs) Downloaded his brain. Kim Sun-un apparently was a master of a style of Tun sudo but his style is very controversial. Like, it was like he put his own spin. He took uh, Tun sudo to town. Like, there's some spice. There's some things happening. Like, there's some fancy things. Uh, but chosen makes it clear that direct attacks will be recognized. And Daniel's like, that's not my game. I don't attack. And this is where chosen says, to catch a serpent, you must think like a serpent. I didn't want to attack him. I want to expose him.
1: Like, oh. okay, Daniel, uh,
0: which is weird because chosen started with an exposure. And hey, anyway, oh. yeah, <laughs> it was inappropriate. Then, um, this episode comes to an end with a classic Terry Silver voiceover. <laughs> where he's talking to who we find out will be new sensei recruits. And he says, with competition shutting down the valley, now it looks to us to lead the way. Which way, Terry? What, what way? What way are we going? Why do we need you? I don't understand, but we'll go with it. Now we are strangers, but this is something, the start of something special. More students means more senseis. And we see a little shot of Miguel having dinner with his new family. <laughs> Amanda finally gets her Mai Tai fr- at the pool with Daniel. So those those two people are happy and he continues on to say we're gonna have to do more than what's expected which means you'll get paid more than what's expected but first you have to prove yourself in the way of the fist and we see who's in that line who's in that line it's It's Joseph. i did not i did not expect this didn't expect it at
1: all (laughs) we talked about a mole uh in in cobra kai we did not we, we we trusted a kid to be the mole okay we were like one of these kids is gonna be the mole like that that's gotta be it but no, it's freaking chosen
0: which is interesting to me because we started off this podcast talking about how this was an adults only episode but it also seems like at least on one side of the story uh, the adults are acting like children and it'll be interesting to see if we have children acting like adults on one side of the kids stories as we go along on this journey together. I'm assuming if we see it it'll come out of Tori and Robbie. Yeah,
1: someone got to talk to Daniel. Yeah, uh, But so um, yeah, chosen like what I, I don't They didn't, I guess they went through, they made sure not to tell us what Daniel's plan is, but I would like to know what Daniel's plan is for all this.
0: Well, Are we going to have Chosen wear like a
1: a camera on his gi to like expose (laughs) the crazy uh, training techniques that Terry puts these people through? Is that what's going to happen?
0: If Chosen has a memory that can remember every single type of karate, I don't think we need camera we just have his photographic memory well, i mean you can't rely on someone's photographic
1: like, memory to, it's not photographic memories are gonna when they're hold him in court in the head. we
0: need some we
1: need some, <laughs> we need some hard evidence
0: well that's true that's true i don't know i don't know what's gonna happen
1: like is is daniel gonna show uh, this footage I... to like the parents of the children like you see what he has your kids doing oh and probably, all the parents gonna be like oh my gosh doing... i gotta get my child out of this bad guy karate
0: or take it to the all valley conference, like board meeting, where everybody, where they decide about the mats and if there's going to be an all valley championship, and be like, we have to expel Cobra Kai again. Like maybe that's it, but he wants to stop the spreading of Cobra Kai being built in general. So maybe he'll have to go back to that uh, landlord dude again from season one because I just watched it. But that Armand guy who was like trying to buy all this, the real estate in the valley oh, yeah. and try to like tell him not to sell to. Not to sell to Terry Silver. So, I mean,
1: since this is so early on in the season where we had this plot, I mean, Terry's going to, like, sniff this
0: out, right? Like,
1: this isn't going to last too long, I would imagine. Do
0: you think it'll last longer than Mexico?
1: Oh, Mexico. So, what's our (laughs) new updated timeline and where we think Mexico? How long is Mexico going to last?
0: It's got to be three. I think three is the sweet
1: spot. I think by the end of three, we get, uh, you know, Miguel, Robbie, and Johnny coming back to the valley. Because we we know from the trailers yeah. that Johnny becomes involved in the taking down of Terry.
0: Yeah, because he like teams up with Chosen at yeah. some point. I did like
1: Daniel saying in like near the beginning where he's talking to Sam, he's like, With Johnny gone, it falls to me to take down Terry. Like, <laughs> oh, I didn't know like you were like counting on Johnny to help to like take down Terry Silver, who he barely knows of like terry is your bad guy daniel this is your responsibility
0: yeah yeah i daniel maybe maybe we will see the return of um daniel's daughter in real life who plays the therapist cousin what's her face Cousin Vanessa, to help yeah yeah, or some, yeah i think so come back in to help danny kind of like unpack yeah this bro relax relax bro it's just karate <laughs> he's not teaching these people how to he's not teaching
1: children how to murder i don't think um
0: there are, there, right, well who knows not yet but like
1: bro relax it's, it's karate dojos it's not a big can you imagine anyone else in the valley looking in on the situation and being like what are you doing sir you are like 40 something years old like
0: this is what we're, just, I, we're all the rest of us here just, are living our like,
1: lives, and you are just like, you act like this karate stuff is the end of the world. Like, in the grander scheme, of, in the grammar scheme of things, this is not that big of a deal, Daniel. they like, no, this is the most important thing in anyone's life. You don't want Terry running around here teaching our children bad karate, do you? They're like, I, I don't really care. Like, that's the thing, it's not that big of a deal. <laughs>
0: Well, it's interesting because I think it speaks to, like, I'm going to get a little big picture outside of the show, but, like, there's a lot of conversation about, like, keeping things, holding on to nostalgia the way things used to be, things like that, and I think Danny, as much as he thinks he is being progressive, might be, like, and I know he's Gen X because I know his age, but he is acting very boomer-esque <laughs> in these these conversations, and so someone needs... Johnny is, like, quintessential Gen X, but... um. Daniel's Daniel's leaning a little boomer so we need we need to bring him down a little Daniel's bit. They
1: putting put the big tarp on the I Miyagi-Do think. sign. They're just making a big show out of, you know, shutting yeah. down the dojo. I got to put this I got to put the yeah. tarp over the sign. That tells everyone that we're out of business.
0: Again, it could have been, been an email or a text or some sort of electronic communication. Hey
1: guys, the dojo's closed. <laughs> I made a stupid I made a yeah. stupid bet. Don't come I made in. a dumb bet. Don't yeah, I made tomorrow. a dumb bet with Terry Silver that for some reason I feel like I have to honor, even though there's really no consequence if I don't.
0: <laughs> yeah, there's like no legal. Right. Well, binding it's not a contract. All, I could just go back on my word. Honor. I had
1: to teach you kids that your word really means something.
0: I don't know. I do think that there is something like to the integrity. I think there is something to integrity, but I think it's fun how this show kind of plays with it from time to time by making it that ridiculous. Yeah, I mean,
1: listen, we're having we're having fun at. Daniel's expense and Cobra Kai as a show's ex-
0: as I think we were yeah, supposed we're, we're, we're to. Yeah,
1: we're fun at Daniel and and the seriousness yes. of Cobra Kai, but I mean that like you said, that's what we're here for. That's <laughs> it's it's fun. Yeah,
0: that's yeah, yeah. Well, we didn't see any kids this episode, so using my crystal ball, I'm going to assume that the next episode and future us will tell us if the sure. next ep- episode is uh, kid-centric yeah, no, or not. But I'd like no to see creased, some things. No crease from... either in this episode. So. Yeah. 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 What's going on in jail? Do you think he's getting like good food? Do you think he's running things? Do you think he's working out or reading? What side I, of jail think jail? Do you I think
1: Crease walks right into prison. And pulls the old beat up the biggest guy here to show them that I am the new alpha. I think that's what he pulls first. Yeah,
0: but I'm also hoping for some Crease redemption a la Johnny. I'm hoping (sighs) hoping it happens. I don't think it's going to happen right away. I think Crease's
1: redemption is going to come in the form of helping in whatever way he can, helping Daniel and Johnny and Chosen and Amanda take down... Silver Take in down. whatever way he can, whether that be with information or just some help with strategy. I'm not. Sh- Do you think Crease gets out of jail by season's end, or is does is Crease oh, going to yeah. serve out his sentence? We talked about him getting broken out.
0: How does he help from in there? How does well, he I help mean, in there? Like, he, like they go visit him and then yeah. they call him. Oh, we did have that whole entire time with Robbie was in jail for like a long time. Yeah, for a remember? while.
1: I, I, I talked about in the.
0: It was like most of the season. Yeah, I talked about
1: in the season-ending podcast last time, where like Daniel's going to come up against a roadblock, and he's gonna be like, hmm, "I need some, I need yeah. some vital information on uh, on Terry. Who would know this information about Terry? Oh, I know. I'll go visit in jail.
0: <laughs> so I think that's where that comes in. Yes, yeah, he might get out like last last episode. Any. Other predictions that you want to make before we see the rest of the season to see where are right Um, no, not right anything now. Anything else? Now that we have a little bit more info, I think, I think we were, we're able good. to
1: predict some things, and some things came as a surprise. So I, th- I think that's that's Which good that nice. the show isn't being predictable. Uh, so we'll see what else yeah. we have in store. Uh, you know, for the rest of the season, I'm excited to dive into the rest of the season.
0: Yes, it should be good. All right. Well, I think that does it for season five, episode one of Cobra Kai. We will see you back here Monday. Don't forget to do all of the sweeping, all of the glass cleaning, all of the painting of the fence before we come back together on Monday for our binge cast, where we will be recapping the entire season. Uh, Until then, Jason, what else you got going on? You got lots of stuff happening. Happening and hopping in. I'm in a a
1: busy season right now of podcasting. Uh, You can find me over on the Rob Hess Podcast Network. I'm talking about the show Married at First Sight on my podcast called A Perfect Match. I co-host that with Asia Welch. You can check me out there every week. I'm also at the moment uh, recapping She-Hulk for this here network post-show recaps. And I do that with Sasha Joseph. Uh, Sasha Joseph, uh, so you can see that for the entirety of the Seahawks season. We're on episode four this week. Really fun episode, so check us out there as well. You can find me on Twitter at jayr1085. Uh, Marissa, how about you? You you're always pretty busy around yeah. here. What you got going
0: on? Well, yeah. So I think I'm I'm wrapping up a busy season of podcasting. So I just wrapped up a League of Their Own, which I covered with Grace Leader and Sarah Ferguson. I have to say that show. I miss that show. I I definitely would check it out if you haven't already and check out the corresponding podcast. There's lots of good character development, lots of good stories, lots of good history, lots of good representation. It's just a good time all around. Uh, You can watch it on Amazon Prime. We are trying, we as a collective humanity are trying to get it uh, renewed for season two. So if you haven't watched it, please do check it out. Uh, You can catch those podcasts here on Post Show Recaps. And I did also podcast about the bear with Latonya Starks. If you haven't checked that one out yet, it's a quick eight episodes. You can check out the podcast as well. But other than that, anything I'm up to, you can find me on Twitter at MarsBars, M-A-R-Z-B-A-R-S. And I will let you know what's happening there or in the Potion Recaps Discord, which you can join by going to patreon.com slash Recaps. Get access to the Discord at any level. And I will tell you, people are talking about all of the things from uh the latest news of the day which was a big day the other day uh all the way to what we're watching what we're eating what we're making all of these things so feel free to join us if you are looking for a good good group of peeps otherwise if we've got nothing else cobra bye